0: When you go on holiday, there is no finer achievement than doing absolutely nothing. Nothing on the beach, nothing by the pool. Walking kind of nowhere and chatting about nothing. As an Expedia member, you can save up to 30% when you add a hotel to your flight. So you can have a bit more money to go out there with great ambition to do absolutely nothing. Expedia. Made to travel.
1: I think the stream is live, but I can't tell because Matt's not moving.
0: (laughs) I get that a lot on Zoom and stuff, too. (laughs) I don't realize how still I am. This is
2: Penn
0: Sunday School. Zen. Here we go. Brothers, sisters, siblings, welcome to Penn Sunday School. This is Ben Donnelly. We're broadcasting from Show Creator Studios South here in Las Vegas, Nevada. What were we supposed to do the math class with? Oh, yeah. I think we had a pre-read for this Stop. episode. Stop! Okay. We'll do the
2: pre-read, and then we'll have done it right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk later in the show about Masterclass. It's a great, great way to learn all sorts of stuff. You get Masterclasses by experts, you know, people like me. Just go to Masterclass.com, learn all about it. If you use the code, you'll probably get some sort of special deal. Hit it.
0: Go. Sunday school. Brothers, sisters, siblings, welcome to Penn Sunday School. I just took a master class of doing podcast introductions. Did you? Yeah, and now here I am doing one of those. So well, you have to practice, too. <laughs> but Guido you know, is still away juggling, and I'm here with Penn, and we are getting ready for a new season of Fool Us. Uh, we've all been doing our last shows before we head into the great abyss that is the Rio. Here he is preaching the love, Penn Gillette. They're going to be so happy yeah. that you said the great abyss that is the Rio. <laughs> Preaching love, mean, we put in twenty-hour a- days over there. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. The Rio yeah, itself yeah. is a fine hotel. I know what you mean. Yeah, there's a lot
2: of a uh, lot of lot of good bits coming up this season. Yeah, I'm excited about yeah, uh, yeah, Fool yeah. Us this season. Yeah. Um, even though, um, even though uh, Andrew Golder ex- explained one of my jokes in a way I Uh-oh. did not like. I did not like. We were on a Zoom call. We have to have these Zoom calls. We have um, Dennis, who's the uh, who's the director, uh, director right? and Danny, who, uh, who uh, is makes everything happen. Showrunner. Right? Then we have um, we have
0: uh, uh, Lincoln, yeah. who does all the what is he What does Lincoln do? He does his, a lot. I mean, a lot of he it, does a lot. Oversees, of, what's his job though? Oh, uh, he's a producer. Producer. Okay. Yeah. And then you have uh, you have
2: Pete as a producer. Yeah. You have Andrew. Yeah, Uh, Golder's producer, and then me and Teller, and then Nate, and then Glenn. We're all in this conference call to try to make foolishness. And we go through each bit that we're going to be doing, okay? And one of the bits um, uh, we're doing is sleight of feet, where I say we are not the best at sleight of hand with cards, but we are the best at sleight of feet. We are the best at sleight of feet. And then we do a card trick. Uh, and the mantra, the, the I guess mantra is not the right word. The leitmotif mm-hmm. is we are the best at sliding. Slide feet. Feet. I say it over and over. Here. So, Andrew Golder, who's usually not an idiot asshole. <laughs> oh, Most of the time, not. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> Matter of fact, if you had Andrew Golder's life on a yeah. timeline yeah. and you threw a dart, into any random moment in his yeah. lifetime, probably not idiot asshole at that moment, <laughs> probably not. You know, I would it's say one of these moments I'm squirming when I have multiple bosses
0: in one story. If you
2: have, <laughs> let's say Andrew Golder's life from his birth in Oakland, okay, and yeah. whatever that was, 1957 or something.
0: All right, okay. I'm not even going to do that. I'm not even going to guess what day.
2: <laughs> right, <laughs> he was and born. it's running
0: right along the the top of the wall. Yeah. and over
2: there is his death you mm-hmm. know which, whatever september 23rd <laughs> uh 2031
0: okay wow oh whoa tragedy that's yeah a tragedy
2: 2030 those that's the whole thing that's the whole timeline yeah, okay? yeah. and then I say Matt Donnelly I'm going to blindfold you mm-hmm. and, and you, you, not against your will. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I consent. You, you consent. Yeah, yeah. I
2: blindfold
0: you. And then you're disappointed that it's not a sexual activity, yeah. but
2: it's rather this experiment
0: we're running. Put something in your hands. I'm really cool with it. And then a yeah. dart. And I'm like, oh, man. No, no,
2: not a dart. Okay. Giving you 38 darts. <laughs> 38 darts. And I spin you around like it's going to be a pinata.
0: Oh, I have
2: thoughts on this. Go ahead. Okay. And I say, okay, I point you, when you're finally done, I point you toward Thank you. the timeline that is Andrew Golders line. Yeah, yeah. And I say, throw those darts. And maybe you decide to throw them one at a time, or maybe you decide to throw a whole cluster of darts. Yeah. Okay? And then those darts hit. Well, actually, 32 of them hit. Mm-hmm. Five of them, they, they go all. I missed
0: the board completely.
2: All, all kitty wampus. Someone else's life's time. I just used the word kitty wampus. They go all kitty wampus. Okay, they hit someone else's timeline. They hit Alex Jones's timeline, <laughs> and sure enough, he's an idiot asshole. <laughs> right? <where you> <laughs> only one. Only one went into there. Yeah, right? and then he hits another Vegas entertainer that does magic, and what do you know? Idiot asshole. <laughs> Didn't matter where you hit. (laughs) But Andrew Golder, 32 of the darts hit in his timeline. And we go look. We crawl up to each one of them. Mm -hmm. And not one of them has a point where Andrew Golder's an idiot asshole. Not one of them. Yeah. Not one of them has that point. Not one of them. No. So I say, okay, put the blindfold back on. Okay. And I give you another. 60 darts, and I yeah. spin you around. Yeah, yeah. And you throw them again. Yeah. And we, we we look at every one of them. Not one of them, not one of them is Andrew Golder and an idiot asshole. Right. You go, wow, he's lived a pretty good life. Yes. I give you another 100 darts. <laughs> and one of those darts, just coincidentally, happens to hit April 23rd. <laughs> Three. 48 in the afternoon, right? There's a little prick there, just a little prick where the dart was. And I look and I pull my glasses down because, you know, I'm getting older. My eyesight's not that good. And I look and I say, huh, look what that is. Oh, what do you know? Andrew Golder's an idiot asshole. But you've already thrown, yeah, you've thrown 97 darts. Yeah. 92 have hit their marks. On a lifetime that started in Oakland and ended weirdly enough in Guam. <laughs> that's a whole different story.
0: Yeah. the taste of exotic food got him at the end. <laughs> yeah, it did.
2: In Guam. But that, you know, he doesn't need to know that. No, no. No. Okay. That one dart hit and that's the moment it hit and I was there. <laughs>
0: I already want to defend my other boss. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. And that he is uh, neck deep in what, season 10 of Fool Us? Where all he does is try to get magicians to give proper television technique over and over again where he gives constant script notes to performers.
2: Do you want to talk about how the other 90, 90, uh, 91 darts? (laughs) Properly guided dart by dart? No, that's true. Because you know you could say, "Oh, well, he that 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 dart, he wasn't an idiot asshole." (laughs) And you could say, "Well, he wasn't an idiot asshole then because he was in college." You want to say that he wasn't an idiot asshole then because that's 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 when his son was born. He was being very loving and nice. You want to explain every one of them? I'm just. You don't need to do you. Sweat is building up. You don't need to explain all of them, do you? (laughs) So you're not going to explain this one either. So I'm talking about slide of feet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he says to me, there's the light motif through slide of feet. And the light motif is we're the best in the world at slide of feet. That's the light motif. That's the light motif. We're going to talk about all these bits. Andrew's got a list of all the bits in front of him Mm -hmm. and says, let's go through these. Uh, slide of feet. You got anything on slide of feet, Mike Close? He's also on the call. Uh. Mike Close goes. I'm thinking maybe if you use your left foot for the handoff. Teller goes, No, I would just it would distort my whole feet. I can't sit in that position. He calls attention, pulls the audience's focus to where the trick's happening. Close goes, Oh, yeah, yes, it would. Teller goes, Yeah, okay, we're covered. He goes, Yeah, could we use? Uh, maybe you could put it, push it back. Teller goes, My foot won't really go back. I can't really grab it with my hand. Lincoln goes, what kind of background are you thinking on the slide of feet thing? Some sort of best in the world thing? We go, okay. Mm-hmm. Danny goes, well, we're shooting at this certain kind of day. Glenn says nothing. Pete says nothing. Free riders. And um, <laughs> 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 then Andrew Golder says, you know, I got a suggestion here for a line. You could say uh, we're the best at slide of feet. We're also the only ones at slide of feet. I then see, it, Kurt Vonnegut described each moment in time yeah. as we're a bug stuck in amber. So there is this moment on this Zoom call, it's stuck in amber, and then suddenly, about the size of a cruise missile, there comes the tip of... Of a dart <laughs> right into the Zoom call, frozen at this moment. And I say to myself, huh, that's probably a dart thrown from the future by Matt Donnelly into a timeline. <laughs> Wonder if it's thrown into my timeline. I think it's thrown into Andrews. <laughs> that's what that cruise missile sticking in here as we're all stuck in amber of this moment. But time freezes. Time freezes and the bottom of my heart and the bottom of my stomach and all my hope and all my joy falls away. (laughs) It's a Zoom call. Yeah. So others are reading my face. Yeah. There is no attempt whatsoever to conceal the emotions in my face. Yeah. My face is now flashing like neon. Mm -hmm. Hate. Sorrow, desperation, misery, disgust, and disappointment. Flashing across my face. Teller, in a wild attempt to push away the cruise missile. (laughs) Teller says, well, that is kind of what... The whole joke is for the whole thing, <laughs> just, not, just not being said. But I think the entire audience is aware that that's the joke. I don't think we need to, it needs to be explained. Yeah. Still silence. I say, I'm trying very hard not to say that during the bit because that's the motherfucking joke. <laughs> There's another pause. It's like you're telling the bear (laughs) joke, you know, the bear joke. And you decide that the punchline should be said, you're not really here to hunt, are you? You're here to have sex with gay bears.
0: (laughs) Which is what, that's a true story, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Not of Andrew. (laughs) There's another moment of silence.
2: And Andrew, demonstrating simultaneously his wonderful quality of tenacity coupled with his complete and utter lack of empathy. (laughs) (laughs) These two things collide. Great, great velocity. And Andrew says, uh, whoa, yeah, uh. That, uh, that didn't, uh, yeah, that, that suggestion didn't, didn't, didn't go over very well. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe Allison could say it.
0: I don't, I don't...
2: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> the rest of the Zoom call, there was another hour. <laughs> Of Zoom call.
0: That was trick one or whatever.
2: All I remember is nothing. (laughs) I believe I went into a depressed fugue state and just said to myself over and over again, like a leitmotif, I think I like writing, you know, like writing books (laughs) Because writing books, I guess it's collaborative because you work with your editor and you work with your publisher, but you don't have conversations like this. I've written 11 books and I've never had a conversation about those books that's ripped out my heart and destroyed my will to live like this. I should be writing books. I should be writing books. And meanwhile, they're saying, you know, and maybe in this next Ben, we should have you know, maybe Ben should be saying I really love Trump and And I'm going yeah fine sure great it's just great you're totally deflated totally deflated totally destroyed totally miserable but to show you as 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 Glenn said to me yeah uh, the other day Glenn said you are very hard on Ring a Bell. Once something's been said to you, Penn, yeah. you can't unsay it. Yeah. The way Lou Reed said that, and please forgive me because there's a certain kind of old-fashioned sensibility to this that I don't share. Sure. I don't share this sensibility. But Lou Reed once said to me, oh man, Pen, you got a mind like a chick. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they remember every fucking thing you say and they bring it up, oh, you said this? And you go like, fuck, who remembers that? He said, you do that shit. Yes, I do. Yes, I do, Lou Reed. Yes, I do, Andrew Golder. (laughs) I don't imagine that moment will ever be forgotten. When I am deep, deep in senility, I'm saying this next week. Right. Okay. And I don't remember how to unzip my pants. (laughs) And I don't remember how to eat with a fork and I don't remember my name, where I'm from or who my children are. Yeah. You can bet your fucking life. <laughs> I'll remember that I did not want to say, oh, we're the only ones who do slide of feet. You can take that to the fucking bank. <laughs> when you come visit me and I think you will once or twice. Yeah. You know, when I'm very close to the end of my life.
0: Yeah, except and no, I, except I don't like hospitals, so uh, yeah, yeah, you know. I, uh,
2: but I'm very close to the end of my. All life. All the people who love hospitals will come visit. You, yeah, yeah. But. Well, you'll they'll hold up a they'll hold up a phone <laughs> to oh, me, right? So I can see you on FaceTime. Yeah, yeah. And you'll say, I don't really want to look at the screen. They will go, That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to remember him the way he was, and they'll say to you, "But Matt, you never knew him the way he was." <laughs> You didn't meet him until he was already 45. Right. So you never knew him the way he was. Yeah. Because the people that are going to remember me, they should remember me at 25. Right. When you didn't know me. Right. When you weren't born. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they should remember me. But well, you're going to say, and they're going to say, you know, Matt, he doesn't remember anything. He don't know. And they'll say, Matt Donnelly's on the phone. And I'll go, who? Yeah. And you'll go, no, no, I can talk to him. And they'll go, yeah. no, Matt, no one's gotten through to him. Yeah. You know, Zoltan's been here, yeah, talking, Dad, it's your son, Zoltan, and he goes, you seem like a fine man, right? No, I'm your son. Scary, right? Yeah, it's scary. Uh, when that's going on, you'll say, I, I can get through to him. You'll say, in sleight of feet, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll and I'll say probably my dying words on my deathbed yeah my dying words my deathbed will be you yeah, need to say we're the only ones doing <laughs> not slide a feet <laughs> the very joke is the audience realizing that if you yeah. explain it to them
0: it's not funny <laughs> 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 It's at that moment That's the that is the window for them to get you to sign power of attorney over to Sultan. <laughs> <laughs> right. He sent you. He's lucid.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he's lucid, he knows it. he is of sound mind and body. He can sign everything over. <laughs> but that's what I re- So that was my uh, <laughs> You asked me how is fool us going and like I said, you know, I, I, I see I don't hold I, this is a fine distinction. You may say it's a yeah. distinction without a difference. I don't know. I don't hold a grudge. I hold sadness. <laughs> I don't hold hate. Right. I hold my own defeat. Yeah. So if you do something bad to me that crushes me, Yeah. I don't think five years from now, boy, I hate Matt Donnelly for saying that. Yeah. I think, oh
0: yeah, I feel awful. That's what I think. <laughs> <when> I, <laughs> yeah, that's much more enticing to deal with.
2: <laughs> so when when uh when I see Andrew Golder when he comes in yeah. to the dressing room and I'm getting ready, it won't be you asshole, you know nothing about comedy, what the fuck's wrong with you? It'll be like
0: oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the that's our star uh, no.
2: <laughs> so that whole timeline of andrew golder's life made me stress the fact yeah one pink prick. yeah one pinprick yeah. that's all yeah in a
0: life very well lived I say, even if every other dart hit every other just phone call about fool us tricks right Right. That's say something. you. You say you only hit conversations
2: Andrews had with
0: me about fool us. Right. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Right. No. They'd all be good. Yeah. they will all be fine. Absolutely from, fine. From England, all the way to here,
2: all the way to here. They'd all be fine. Actually, if you went back to identity, right, the uh, game show that Andrew and I did together, and you clustered all your darts in there, yeah, not one moment, all be perfect. All be absolutely perfect from Oakland to Guam. From <laughs> Oakland to Guam, the full arc of a life well lived. Yeah. All your darts. You could throw, I would say, another 75,000 darts blindfolded. Yeah. Of course, at that point, you would be so dizzy. Yeah. Exhausted, tired, and thirsty. But if you threw all those darts, not another one of them would be like a cruise missile in that moment of Amber. And we also saw Teller, Valiant, Valiant, his attempt to save the whole situation. Teller really close to throwing himself on a landmine. (laughs) (laughs) Teller was there on a grenade. I guess you
0: don't throw yourself on a landmine. No. That helps nobody. (laughs) I mean, it, it just helps very little. Yeah. It just helps very little.
2: Well, no one's gonna step on it accidentally in another ten years. Yeah, yeah. But throw yourself on a grenade. Now, I'm not I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just saying that's what the cliche would be. Yes. I'm not telling you to throw yourself on a grenade. Good. I don't want you to misunderstand that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Because all of a sudden I'm doing a there's a like there's like like a biopic on TV yeah. about how, oh, you know that guy in Vegas who told the other guy to jump on a grenade and he did? Is he responsible for the suicide? <laughs> You know, and like I'd be, you know, Reese Witherspoon would play me.
0: Yeah. yeah. Also, my physical reflexes—I'm telling you—I'm the last guy you want to be the guy to jump on a grenade. Really? He was really
2: walking toward the grenade when it went off.
0: We all have shrapnel scars. <laughs> yeah. But that yeah. we have to still thank him yeah. when we he see him. He was walking towards it. <laughs> I mean, it was
2: a—it was a good clip. He walked toward the grenade at a pretty good clip. <laughs> his, his, Is Matt sauntering toward the grenade? No, he's not sauntering.
0: No, no. Is he
2: ambling? No, not ambling. Is he strolling? No, not strolling. Is he jumping? No, no. No, no. He's not jumping. (laughs) Is he running? No, no, not running. I think maybe walking without a modifier. (laughs) I think he's walking without a modifier. No, maybe brisk, not brisk sense of urgency slight sense of urgency (laughs) urgency.
0: not quite brisk (laughs) but he did make that move not
2: energetically
0: so while we're all in the hospital we had to still thank him for (laughs) trying yeah
2: yeah i I, had, I have three fingers blown off, and I'm still trying to write a thank you card. Thank you, Matt, for walking with intention. That's what I'll say. Walking with intention toward the grenade. He walked with intention toward the grenade. That's what he did. And the other guy who yeah. walked with less intention toward the grenade directly behind him, that prick is the only one that's healthy. <laughs> And that would be the TV, TV yeah. movie. He sent a text to Matt that said, "Jump on the, Jump grenade. On the grenade." And I think he's responsible for the, yeah. uh, for the for the for the for the for the death of Matt Donnelly. That's what I think. So, uh, if you want to know, you know, if you want to be a better writer, yeah. So you want to learn how to actually convey the idea of the speed that person walked toward the grenade yeah maybe it's time to take a master class yeah there's a guy who can segue <laughs> yeah there's a guy there's a master class on segue. master class with master class you can learn from the world's best minds yeah master class has now said the best minds are on master class yeah you know what that means it means i'm one of the best minds that's right anytime anywhere at your own pace you can learn how to do magic Yeah, From Penn and Teller. You can improve your magic skills with Penn and Teller. You can learn magic from Penn and Teller. And also, there's over 100 classes from a range of world-class instructors. That thing you always wanted to do is closer than you think. Uh, I've taken a few of the classes. I keep bringing up the same ones again because I liked them so much. I took one on basketball. Really? Right, because I didn't. I wanted to see how good Masterclass would be. This is before we did one. Yeah. I wanted to see how good Masterclass would be with something I deeply didn't care about. Right. It was really good. I was really interested, even though I didn't want to play basketball, yeah. in the insights about basketball. I don't know who did the basketball. When I would say the name, you'd go, wow, really? He did a Masterclass? And I'd go, yeah. But I don't know who it was. I love the way they're put together. I love the way they're done. Uh, they're just great.
1: Ready, Rich? Have you done every one of them now? No, I'm about 25%
2: in. 25% in. And you're loving them, right? I am. As, you, you get something from every one, even if you're not learning that particular skill. If you have no intention of being an astronaut, for instance, you still learn stuff from it, right? Correct. I did
1: three last week. What'd you do? What'd you do? I did Jane Goodall. Mm. I did
2: Ringo Starr. And I wow. did Spike Lee. Wow. Those are really good. Did you learn stuff from all of them? I did. Yeah. Did Ringo talk about why his fills are weird because he's left-handed? He did. Yeah. I think that's that's from the master class. I watched that, and it's really fascinating that he does that weird come together fill starting on the wrong starting on the opposite beat that someone else would because he's left handed. He went s- into that, right? But still playing on a right handed kit. Yeah, playing on a right handed kit but left handed. What'd you learn from Jen Goodall?
1: Well, I was going to save that for the next ad, but okay. Uh, it's a course on environmentalism. Oh, good. Good, good, good. And she talks a lot about animals having personalities and how that was dismissed when it was her early work. Mm-hmm. And science didn't want to embrace that at that point. Mm-hmm. But they do now. They do now. They really do now. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of science behind it. She's really well-researched. She talks about China's environmentalism. Mm-hmm. My understanding of it is that they were still where we were in like the 40s and 50s. hmm and they are past us now. Oh, really? Yeah, as oh, far wow. as getting ahead of environmentalism and working with other forms of power and that kind of thing. And I was very surprised by that. I'm, i was happy I ought to
2: watch the class. Good. Holy That's cow. That's a lot good. to learn from master class. And of course, Spike. Uh, you said Spike, Spike Lee, right? you going to burn them all on me? Yeah, I'll burn them all. I'll, I'll let them <laughs> <laughs> MasterClass accessible on your phone, web, or smart TV, offering class on a wide variety of topics, all taught by world-class masters at the top of their fields. Each class is broken out into individual video lessons, usually around 10 minutes long. Members can explore at their own pace, and each class is supported by downloadable materials, lessons, recipes, or more. You can find all the classes at masterclass.com. Calm. Wide range of topics, immersive learning experience, flexibility, any order, they're the right length, everything is great, and additional resources. So please, please, please go to masterclass.com. And there should be. Isn't there a little bit like there's an actual, like, you have to read this thing, right? Yeah. Here we go. I highly recommend you check it out. Get unlimited access to every Masterclass. And as a PSS listener, you get 15% off an annual membership. Go to Masterclass.com slash. Hey. Do it right now. That's Masterclass.com slash. Pen. Pen. For 15% off Masterclass. So we covered the stuff I really wanted to cover, which was you jumping on a grenade. Your son had a yeah. birthday party.
0: Yeah, yeah. What is it called when you get like the truck and you put like the stereo on the truck and the bunch of options? You get you the get crowd around you and you get them trading up for different objects. Oh, that's called the jam auction. Jam auction.
2: Yeah, jam auction.
0: Boy, this pinata thing is a real. <laughs> just. It was my kid's uh, seventh birthday, so so we picked up a piñata. Uh-huh. All we did was stuff as much of the Easter candy that we had lying around.
2: Now, I um, just listened in Spanish mm-hmm. to, a, um, to a, a gentleman talking about becoming a, a piñata builder oh. and designer and how he was keeping this ancient art going. Now, I was listening all in Spanish. Right. So I didn't understand a lot. I think he said that his pinata was on fire while he was playing guitar, but that couldn't be right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but uh, what was your pinata shape? Was it a donkey? donkey. Was it a star? Donkey. Donkey. Yeah.
0: Now you say donkey. 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 Yeah. Teller says donkey. Donkey. Yeah. No, I don't say donkey. Because yeah, there's an O. Uh, it was the shape of a donkey. What colors? uh see now i'm interested because i listen to this in spanish corones. i'd say yeah que yellow 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 blue red mm-hmm. i was gonna say rainbow but i guess i don't think it's all a rainbow i think it's maybe about three but or the four ukrainian colors. colors are in there too yeah so you were doing your part yeah exactly that's that's what uh I, you know the kids are learning it's a learning experience mm-hmm, of course know.
2: a teachable moment
0: yeah yeah about ukraine now um you
2: uh you uh uh, you, had the, you had the pinata, and you stuffed it full of Easter candy, yeah. which
0: is recycling. Yes, which is recycling. Repurposing, good. Repurposing. good, good, good. So there are Easter eggs in yeah. the... Uh, and then I had my pinata game impugned by other parents, because I went out to attempt to tie the pinata to a fixed location. Uh, so that it would just hang in one spot. It's supposed to be on a pole? Uh, or just that so you can move it. So child fishing? Yes, which I didn't know. So I was, I was, I was, I was ridiculed. I made to feel inept. What, what, what words should they use?
2: You're inept. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're a good father?
0: Is it <laughs> probably aren't actually even his father? It was enough that I brought this up to my father this morning. I was like, Dad, when you did a piñata, did you did you have like a a, a, a a rope that you would move it up and down? And he was like. I think I just tied it to a branch and walked away. I was like,
2: right. Now, you called your father.
0: Yeah. A very
2: intelligent man. Yeah. Lawyer. Yeah. About (laughs) piñatas. Now, the last name, Donnelly. Yeah. Donnelly is the name. Now, piñata, not an Irish thing.
0: No. Not a jersey. No, no, no. No, no, no. Bruce didn't sing about the great piñata factories of Freehold. (laughs) closing down
2: <laughs> they said put it on a put it on a rope you can move it
0: up and down yeah but was like i don't know i don't care i just i'm sure i put it on something and walked away <laughs> that's, a, that's my memory too mm-hmm. so i did the i did the kid fishing bit on it you know so you then tied it to a pole i then tied it to a yeah i just or i, did, I put so a longer you, rope over a you branch.
2: you crumbled under the uh, ridicule of your neighbor
0: yes 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 absolutely and then uh, and, and proceeded to then mess with all the children. Okay. Then I figured out there is no great system set up to stop children running towards a blindfolded child swinging a bat. <laughs> <laughs> the moment a trickle of candy comes out of a pinata, there's no signal to the person with the blindfold to tell them that they have struck candy and should stop swinging. Mm-hmm at a speed that is greater than a child <laughs> rushing to get the candy that has fallen. So you really just You're set really... up a situation for a child to hit other children <laughs> with a bat. Yes. <laughs> and no matter how many attempts we did to curtail this from being a danger, we were unsuccessful at figuring out an accurate system to do that. Mm. And I almost watched <laughs> multiple children just get hit with a bat. <laughs> Which is incidentally how I lost a, a chip to front tooth. Is it really uh, on a bat, but not on a uh, not, not not a, a, a pinata, on a but on a but on a, a kid swinging a bat, and then it must have been a
2: really lousy bat swinger to only chip a two. I was standing
0: behind, okay, <laughs> and uh, there was a, it was the finished swing where they finished. Like, basically, hit like at the top of the bat.
2: Because I would think even a sickly child, yeah, like Teller, yeah, even a sickly child hitting you in the <laughs> face with a bat, <laughs> you'd
0: get more than a chip tooth. Kid, not got the whole tooth. Yeah, yeah, at least, yeah, minimum, uh, yeah, minimum maybe, uh, tooth. Maybe some no- nose damage. Yeah, yeah. And then there are children who just can't quite get the. Don't want to risk their lives, I guess, basically to get the candy properly. Wait for mm-hmm. wait for the candy bandits, and they don't get their turn, and, and multiple children weeping at their lack. Of of candy retrieval from the pinata's carcass, and uh, and me just being like, it's 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 just eat your candy from inside. Just go inside. Do you I mean, want chocolate? Go. It's we out. have it's, plenty. It's on the table. Yeah. like it's on the table for you to. It's the same candy. We just shoved it in the pinata.
1: If you don't understand that this is all by design,
0: then <laughs> you, do not,
1: <laughs> you do not understand the culture of machismo.
0: <laughs> That's it that's a, well, that's what I'm getting. Is the, the the jam, the jam show or whatever the jam, jam auction. option? You know, it's just the, the tizzy of it is like I was like, you're all sheep. I yelled, No, I didn't. But <laughs> you know,
2: and uh, <laughs> but the child who runs in first with yeah. the
0: candy, yeah. he's the one you want to jump on the grenade. <laughs> exactly, you, you. Yeah. That's who we have the speech for. Yeah. And then everyone has their bags, right? Their little bags that they decorate and they put the candy in and they keep their candy. And then when they all left and I'm cleaning up the party, I'm cleaning up all these fucking, but they didn't even take the bags with them. They didn't take the Easter candy, which was the whole point of doing the piñata, was to find a way to get the Easter candy out of my house <laughs> and into theirs. <laughs> and they didn't even take their candy. They just know, ne- it was never about the candy. It was never about the candy. It was about trying to hit yeah. each other with a bag <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: without being culpable. <laughs> Can you imagine the joy on my birthday of hitting the neighborhood children with a
0: bat and not being blamed for it? (laughs) Or next time you're babysitting, something goes wrong. It's like, go to the dollar store, get a pinata. (laughs) 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 Moving like Harvey Keitel in Pulp Fiction. (laughs) Probably best to have that pinata stashed somewhere (laughs) in the house. Next time you got to send your kid with a fat lip or some bleeding gash wound, just have a piñata on the floor. Smash a little bit. <laughs> ah, Jesus. Oh, man.
2: <laughs> I believe uh, I am a, well, this is just, I suppose, true, but I'm a yeah. worse father than you. <laughs> I don't even think we even attempted the piñata.
0: <laughs> never, never was a request. At a... Now, you,
2: growing up in New Jersey, yeah. as a Donnelly, you did a piñata? See, I guess I'm enough older yeah. The piñatas had not migrated north to Massachusetts. Yeah. When I was a child.
0: Like I still remember life before salsa. Like now salsa is just at every party. There's chips and salsa.
2: Salsa, you know, it was just, uh, I read this article, because I always read
0: articles. Yeah.
2: About eight years ago, I think, that um, salsa had just crossed ketchup in more sales. Really? Yeah. So that's a pretty big that's deal. That's a pretty big deal. That's a pretty big Yeah, deal. yeah, yeah. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. But um, when at the time that I was growing up in Massachusetts, yeah, I do I. Do not believe I ever heard the word pinata cross the lips of my mother or father.
0: Yeah. I definitely remember that it was a popular it was a popular kids' party fixture for, for me for sure. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So uh that happened because it didn't it was not in Massachusetts. Yeah, more than salsa. Like there was still a French onion dip inside. And a pinata outside. <laughs> okay. No salsa, yet. It had, it had yeah. yeah, over. yeah the, the, so pinata it faster. French onion dip. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can
2: never get salsa that's hot enough.
0: oh that is yeah, hard
2: yeah hot, they, they, even the stuff that says hot, yeah, not not that hot.
0: Do you have a is it just Tabasco? do you just add Tabasco? I just add Tabasco to most everything
2: i yeah. do I do like my Tabasco very much, and I try all sorts of other you know every year Doc Swan, mm-hmm. my buddy Doc Swan, it's a tradition with him that's not reciprocated that he sends me a bottle of hot sauce. Uh And he has sent me a holy Jesus hot sauce that has a little Bible attached. Yeah, He sent me all the novelty brands of hot sauce, but also quality hot sauces, and I try them, and I just come back to Tabasco. right. And people say, "Well, Tabasco's too vinegary." And I go, "Well vinegar isn't too vinegary. right. Vinegar's a good thing. Yeah.
0: I yeah, like yeah vinegar yeah.
2: and spice together.
0: But there's no like you've never had like a particular high end one that you found either particularly good for salsa or I really didn't I yeah. really
2: have not found anything that I like better than Tabasco isn't that weird I also like the um, uh, the, uh, the the, the uh, which is I I'm gonna say this just so Ready Rich can say but you've never really had that have you Yeah I also like wasabi you've never actually had wasabi is that correct. i believe that's correct what mistake am i making when i say wasabi there ready rich the commercially available product here in the states is
1: usually not actually wasabi it's just horseradish with wasabi flavoring
2: and you mean mean regular horseradish yep you mean like american horseradish yep that's what they're that's what they're giving you (laughs) Yep. Now you told me this before. The green glob, the green glob the at green every. The green glob price. is not it's just regular horseradish. It's
1: powdered horseradish with wasabi flavoring.
2: Like you would have on the side of a roast beast? Like like English horseradish? But that's not powdered. Uh, how do they powder horseradish? They, they and dehydrate. why isn't it not a powder? You're trying to drive me crazy. <laughs> Ooh, it's a, it's a cream.
1: Uh, right? No, it's a powder that they get a little wet and roll into a ball.
2: Powder that get a little wet and roll into a ball. Mm. Why do they bother making it a powder instead of just making it horseradish? So they could store it in large quantities without it spoiling? I see. Mm-hmm. Have I told the story of Hondro's first time in Las Vegas? We told that story here?
0: Um, About a meal? Is it about a meal? Yeah. I don't remember.
2: Hondro, when he first came to Las Vegas in 2000, he was... Um, did not speak English very well. Right. And he went to uh, Hamada, which is where Lance Burton took everybody. Ah. He went to see Lance Burton. And he dropped the name Juan Tamareth, who was, you know, uh, best magician. So uh, Lance Burton. Oh, this is pre Foolus. Oh, way back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 2000. Okay. Way before Foolus. I didn't know Hondro. But Hondro came to town and Hondro dropped the name Juan Tamareth to Lance Burton. And Lance Burton, being a kind guy, mm-hmm. took. Hondro out to dinner. And Hondro was very, very, very hungry. Very hungry. And Hondro was also a little thirsty. Now, Hondro is as much of a drinker as I am. And that's hard to believe because he's Spanish. But no wine, yeah. no beer, cerveza, no uh, none. No liquor. He doesn't drink any liquor at all. He doesn't even drink coffee or caffeine. Nothing for Hondro, which makes him in Spain insane. Right. Just unheard of in Spain. Hondro uh, also does not like spicy food. Mm. He will point out that's a Latin American thing. That's not a Spanish thing. Oh, okay. He does not like spicy food. He does not like Tabasco. He does not like hot salsa. None of that at all. And he is in Vegas. And Lance Burton uh, you know, Honda doesn't speak good English, nor does Lance Burton. And they're out <laughs> at Hamada, which is a Japanese restaurant. It used to be open until 3 in the morning. You'd go there at 2, and it was full of show folk. This is before you were in Vegas.
0: Yeah, fabulous.
2: yeah, yeah. It was fabulous. Everybody had big eyelashes on. They'd be half in costume. And it was all show folk, all show folk. It was really that kind of community you really want. Yes, I loved it. yeah. So I was there often with Lance Burton, not this night. And Hondro was very hungry. And Hondro had never, ever been out for Japanese food. He had never had Japanese, oh boy, this will be fun. He'd never had Japanese food, ever. So he was really, really hungry. And he said to Lance Burton, I've never had Japanese food. Would you order for me? Oh. And Lance Burton said, certainly. And Lance Burton, with his Southern gentleman, Kentucky charm, ordered them a lot of food. It was just there on the table. (laughs) And there was a big ball of wasabi, which I know is not wasabi, (laughs) but a big ball of green horseradish Japanese stuff. Hondro was very, very hungry. So Hondro grabbed the soup spoon. Yeah. He scooped up all all the entire ball of what's called wasabi thinking it was guacamole thinking it oh. was thinking it was mild spanish guacamole put the whole thing in his mouth at once and then said in spanish to his friend i'm dying <laughs> He thought he was actually going to die. He thought it was, it just, he was so scared. So he grabbed the clear liquid that was in front of him. Yeah. Thinking, boy, these glasses of water are really small. And he took an entire small cup of sake, (laughs) drank it down on top of the wasabi.
0: This is like a Stooges bit. It is. That
2: now, what have you put in front of me here, ready
1: That is real wasabi, straight out of my freezer. It probably needs another couple minutes to thaw. Okay.
0: All right. You're gonna try now, real wasabi. That is a
2: Japanese kind of hor- horseradish, right? Well, it's related to horseradish, but it's not actual horseradish. It's called wasabi. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. And it's and not green. You can green? see, it, you can it see it's green. leafy. It's leafy? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. And I can't have it yet. I have to wait another minute or two.
1: Yeah, and that's how you can tell the difference.
0: So are the, Japan, are the Japanese confused when they come here and see green horseradish globs as wasabi?
1: No, they do it there too.
2: Is there any restaurant in uh, in Vegas that has real wasabi?
1: There was one. I don't know if they still do. It's the one at Town Square. I think they're called Kabuki.
2: Kabuki, mm-hmm. Times Square. And you like the real wasabi better than the fake wasabi? It's just
1: legit. I don't
2: have a
0: preference. Ah, because I do like regular wasabi quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, whatever the... Which would I refer to as wasabi topping. Wasabi something. topping. <laughs> I guess we'd say wasabi powder, right? Yeah. Is that what
2: they call it. Yep. When people want to distinguish it, they say wasabi and wasabi powder. Yes. Well, I'm going to have, because we're going to close this, I'm going to have a little wasabi skull. This right. is a popsicle of wasabi. <laughs> I can't smell it yet, which may mean it's too frozen.
0: And I take a little bit here. And, uh, Theater of the mind. And has eaten real wasabi. It's still crystallized
2: mm-hmm. with uh, with frozenness. Mm-hmm. And here's a little more. Wow. It not only looks leafier, it tastes leafier. Mm-hmm. The mouthfeel is leafier. There's a sour, more sour feel. Which you like. And less of a uh, just a total um, horseradish feel. It's very good. All right. Um, so I'm eating wasabi here. I'll get that. Okay. Yeah, well, I can't. You can't get that because I'm about to say the thing. Oh dear! Oh, no, now I okay. have to stall. Okay,
0: we have a so, visitor for a bank show. We
2: have a visitor for a bank show. Uh, Chris Kenner's walking in, but it's it's in the middle of the last show that yeah. Chris Kenner's walking in. Yeah. So Chris Kenner's going to get out of the way, <laughs> going directly in the wrong place. You know, this is good wasabi. I like this on an empty stomach for someone who does intermittent fasting, having a little wasabi. It's probably not helpful. Mm. <laughs> you know, this is good. I like real wasabi. That's what I've learned. All right. What did we covered today strolling onto a grenade. Yes. Right. Covered most of that. <laughs> we also covered what a wonderful person Andrew Gold is. <laughs> and that was Penn Sunday School. That was Penn Sunday
1: School. Cha, cha, cha. And
2: to our listening, needs you become naked. All How about Matt Donnelly walking purposely toward the grenade? (laughs) That's the title of our show. All right. Jeez, this wasabi's good. I like it. You know we love
0: you. You anybody to thank there, Matt? Yes, the following people had a funny. Funny podcast for doing their last day at Fool Us. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly McCauley, Jeremy Davidson, Robin Garnett, Obi Dimitri and Jr., Jeremy R22, Winter Wierkowski, Kristen Klidik, Michael Cohen, Dr. Scoop Little, Joe Mastrangelo. Jeremiah Jenkins, Nate Soloway, Kelly Reeves, and last but not least, Jesse Miller, Alexander Hoffman, Danny Olwine, Julian Webb, Sean Magruder. <laughs> Reddy likes that someone changed their name to, and last but not least, Stephen Volcano, Jim the Naked Magician, selling domain nakedmagician.com. Still for sale. Scooped Mids, and Paul McBride. Thank you so much. Thank you.